You're listening to Finale, Episode 12, House. Welcome to Finale, the podcast that revisits the series finale of a beloved TV show that at least one of us has watched. I am Carrie Angolia. And I'm Ron Richards. Hello. Hello. We're back. Episode 12. It is. We're back this time with we're, a little bit of a switch em ups. We're turning the tables, as it were. We're just keeping you guys on your toes. Well, the premise is a one fina- of us. A finale, a beloved finale of a TV show that one of us has watched. So this time, I watched it. You chose? I chose House. House MD. All right. Is the show actually called House MD or House? It is otherwise also, according to known as House MD. House, parentheses, also called House MD. Yeah. yeah. House is an American television show. It was a medical <laughs> drama. Yep. So I know it's one of your favorites already. Ugh. Uh, it originally ran on Fox for eight seasons. It premiered on November 16th, 2004, and ran all the way through to May of 2012. May 21st, 2012 was the finale, the series finale. All the episodes ended then. Yes. Do you remember when House came out? I do remember when House came out. I nev- I've never watched a single episode of House, ever. Do you know what... Before we before we started watching this finale, do you, do you have any idea what it was about? Okay, so this is my premise of what it's about. House is a medical drama about a doctor named House who's mean to everybody, and he has a cane, and but he doesn't wear like the white coat or the scrubs, and I don't think he touches people, but he knows that everyone has lupus. <laughs> He doesn't touch people, and he knows they have lupus. That's not bad. Right. I mean, it's pretty, I mean, uh, that's what I've heard is that, oh, house is great, everyone has lupus, and he doesn't look like a doctor, and he's mean. So house, loosely, hypothetically, theoretically, based on Sherlock Holmes. So the idea is Like Sherlock Holmes in a hospital. Yeah. House is Holmes. Oh, interesting. And Wilson is Watson. Oh, is that why they're House and Wilson? Who's Wilson? Is Wilson the guy from Dead Poets Society? Yes. Okay. I like him a lot. Yeah. 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 And we'll okay. get we'll talk more about him in a little bit. Okay. So being a medical drama, it's a mystery show. And every episode is a mystery, except instead of who killed that guy, it's what disease is killing that guy. Okay. Interesting. And he's a misanthrope and drug addict and all sorts of so he's not a good he's not a good doctor. He's not the good doctor. He's not a good He's a very good doctor, but Is he's he? not a good person. Okay. Ah, that's an interesting distinction. So, and we can talk about this as we get into the episode. There was a lot of mentioning of he prizes the puzzle above all else. Right. So he's really interested in the mystery. He doesn't really care about the people. Okay. Um, so also what I knew about the show was that it had the guy from Dead Poets Society, who I like, um, who is, uh, Robert Louis Stevenson. No, it's, um. (laughs) Nope. Try again. uh, It's, uh, Sean, Sean Ann's, Sean Scott. What's his name? Robert Sean Leonard. Robert Sean Leonard. Who is great. Yes. And there was actually a Dead Poets Society 
mention in the final episode. Now, I don't know if you caught that. I did catch it, and I and either the Carpe Diem. Uh, fun fact, we previously did The Good Wife, and also featuring Josh Charles from Dead Poet Society. So you give me someone from Dead Poet Society, and... And well, one of us will have watched that show. There's a 50-50 chance <laughs> I'm going to watch that show. Although, big Ethan Hawke fan, also Dead Poet Society. That's true. Yeah. He so. didn't make a show, though. He did not make a TV show, but I'd watch it if he did. Um, so. Well, I have to say, you missed out, because the show was the most watched television program in the world in 2008. Distributed to 66 countries, it got five Primetime Emmy Awards, two Golden Globes, a Peabody, and nine People's Choice Awards. Wow, you showed up with the research for your show. This I is take this job really you seriously. Take it very seriously. Although, so, it goes way downhill from here. So, so but before we get into the episode, let me turn the tables on you. How much of House did no, you wait, watch? No, wait, I... I'm turning the tables on you. Well, but we t- we did that. But I want to know more about your relationship with the show. Okay. So I watched House when it first aired. Okay. So you sat in front of the TV and put on Channel 5 and were like, there's something about this Hugh Laurie guy. Yeah. He has, does a good American accent. <laughs> um, no, I also like Robert Sean Leonard. I liked the cast. He's cranky. Okay. I don't know. There was a whole period of my life where I found that charming. Period? <laughs> <laughs> it's a very long epoch. Yeah. Well, you um, know, um, I don't. It it wavered like it, much like any other medical drama we've watched. There are graduating classes at a teaching hospital. Right. So so they've got a revolving door of people. And when those transitions happened, it was not always smooth sailing. Okay. But that said, I liked the majority of all the cast. There was a season with Amber Tamblyn that felt a little tortured to me, but. Through no fault of her own. I did notice Cal Penn of Harold Kumar fame, as well as the Obama administration. And they killed him off so he could go work work for for the Obama administration. Um, I noticed uh, Omar Epps, and my question was, is he... Is his character on House... This No, can't be. I was going to say the same character as on ER, but he can't be because he died on ER. Do you remember that episode of ER? No. When Omar Epps, he was in the subway, he jumped in front of the subway. Oh. It was it was chilling. It was I'll never forget Gant. He was get Carter and Gant were the uh, well, now now this episode this this show's not about ER. It's <laughs> another podcast. Rain it in, rain but it Omar in. Omar Epps, I've seen him in a in a Doctor series before, so it was nice to see him again. So I did watch this show from the get go. From the get go, do you remember the first episode? The pilot, in fact, was titled "Everybody Lies." Interesting. The title of the finale episode is. Everybody dies. Oh, a little, a little book, book, a bookends. Little, yeah, a little, little bookends on that. There you go. All right. Which um, you wouldn't know because you didn't watch the I show. Didn't watch the, so, so you watched. So, did you watch all eight seasons? I believe that I have watched all eight seasons. I have gone back. Okay, and and revisited. And revisited from the beginning. I made it through a rewatch through maybe season four or five, but I did not rewatch the last chunk of seasons. Okay. So I haven't seen this finale since it aired. And that was six years ago. May of 2012, yeah. May of 2012, six years ago. And when it did, uh, a lot of people watched it. Uh, It got 8.72 million people. And it came in first in its hour and third on the night overall. So this was a very popular show. Yes. And this they, is like an immensely popular show that I never watched. Totally missed, have no interest in watching. No no interest whatsoever. No. I, I don't like, 
despite watching all of ER and all of Grey's Anatomy, I don't like medical shows. I don't know if you can say that. I can, because there's a lot of medical shows I haven't watched. I haven't watched any of the Chicago <laughs> medical shows. They're all Chicago. They're all in Chicago. <laughs> I haven't watched, I never watched um, uh, The Good Doctor that's on ABC now that everyone loves and likes. I watch um, it. So I, do, I generally don't watch. Also, at the time of this coming out, I was probably like, oh, our drama on Fox. Like Fox hadn't established itself yes. in this range. You know, um, and also like the whole premise of, for the same reason why I didn't watch The Good Wife when it first started was I didn't like the pitch. I didn't like the premise. And if someone had told me that it's Sherlock Holmes in a hospital, that's intriguing. You're welcome. It's not cranky doctor with a cane who's mean to everybody. Like, that's what I got as the marketing message. Sure. Well, you know. and and I think both are true. Okay. So. Do, do we get into the episode? Let's or? get into the episode. There's lots of questions about this episode. Yeah. So let me start by saying... I think this episode was not fully representative of a regular episode of House. Well, okay, that's good to know. That's good to know. That said, every plot device that has ever been used in eight seasons of the show was used in this one episode. Interesting. So there was a lot of call. Well, so there was, I noticed as we talked about in the OC finale last episode of the idea of finale tropes. I, I picked up, having not watched any of the show, I picked up on at least two tropes. I mean, they open were, it right up with hallucinating people from the past. Right, hallucinating, like visiting people from the past, and then the other trope of of recounting the past, like reliving the past, like, you know, in his memories, he's reliving the past. So I, right out of the gate, I was like, okay, they're, they're, they've pulled the finale playbook. They're doing, they're not joking about it. But I didn't. This is a real finale. This is really going to end it. Everybody but I, dies. I, I, but I didn't realize that they had ties back to previous episodes. So as a watcher, was that much more fulfilling for you? I, I'm imagining it was. Okay. So. <laughs> can you, can you, can you not imagine and actually feel, was <laughs> no, it fulfilling for It you? was fulfilling for me at the time. Okay. But watching it again, years and years later, it felt a little ham-fisted. Okay. That said, it was received very well. It was received as a satisfying ending. Yeah, close the book. Close the book, lots of loose ends tied up in a very Houseian kind of way. Right. So for those of you who don't remember, who never saw it, the episode opens with House waking up next to a dead body in a burning building. And looking, like, for a moment I was like, is this House or is this train spotting? Yeah, because well, he looked. It looked, like, it looked like a, a crack den, or it looked like and it a, was. A, a, yeah, yeah, druggy den. As it turns out, turns out, there you go. So, House throughout the eight seasons has struggled with medication addiction. Okay. So he's constantly popping Vicodin throughout all the seasons. That's not ethical. That's a subtext. It's sometimes turned into a larger plot point. But not always. Well, so but the, so as a as a first time watcher of this episode, in you know, yes, it wakes up and he's you know next to the dead body, and you get the sense through the through the flashbacks that he he is also partaken in the heroin, and but in the flashbacks you get the sense there the recent flashbacks were that he was putting off some sort of jail time. Yeah. So this do, this doctor was what was he he was now from what I could tell from watching the finale. He was avoiding going to jail and trying to use the hospital, saying we need him for another six months or whatever. And it seems as if the thing that was putting him in jail was flushing season tickets down the toilet. 
Yeah, it was kind of an inconsequential prank. Okay. House is full of hijinks. Okay. And has been for years and years and years. And people cover for him all the time. Okay. Because he's an incredible doctor. He saves people. He's a jerk and he doesn't follow the rules. But he likes to screw with people. But you make allowances for him because he's just that good. Okay. So in this one episode, not episode of the show, in this one case, he pulled a prank that he didn't get away with. Okay. And that's enough to go to jail for. Yeah, he he caused he a lot of damage to the hospital and ended up, I think it was a vandalism charge. From honestly watching it again, I kind of had forgotten that part of it. And it was really more of a plot device to get him into the desperate state where we find him when the episode opens more than it really matters what he did because he was always doing illegal stuff. What was the what was the sentence? How long was he going to go to prison for? Was it just like a Martha Stewart thing or was it he like He was going to go for five or six months. Okay. So it wasn't dire except that Wilson had been diagnosed with cancer and he only had five months to live. Robert Sean Leonard. Watson. So, so he was putting off... Okay, so he was putting off the, the jail sentence because he wanted more time with his friend. Yes. Okay, that's nice. It seems nice. Yeah, yeah. So then the other alternative was to fake his death. Well, we, we're not quite there yet. <laughs> because when we find him in the burning building, he hasn't decided whether he wants to live at all or not. Right. And he is then visited by three ghosts. No, not Christmas. He is visited by Cal Penn, mm. who had died earlier because he needed to go work for Obama. Okay. He is visited by... Uh, the blonde, who is a former employee of his who used to date Wilson, okay. who died in a bus accident. Okay. She was lovingly nicknamed Cutthroat Bitch. Oh. He wasn't always nice. No, it sound, doesn't sound like it. No, but she was kind of a fun character. Um, he then was also visited by his ex-wife. Celia Ward. Formerly known as... Also the fugitive's wife. Right. Another doctor. Another doctor. There you go. These ties. I see it. I know. Okay. Uh, also visited by Olivia Wilde. Oh, he wasn't visited by she Olivia Wilde. She was at the Wilde. funeral. She, didn't, she wasn't he in was, his subconscious. Uh, visited by Cameron. What was her, the actress's name? Jennifer Morrison. Okay. Who isn't dead. But anyway, he he's revisited by all these various parts of his conscious that are taking place, of course, in his own mind. That's not something new to the show. Okay, so that's a device they've, they've used they've before. They've used that device before, him hallucinating easily enough because he's often on drugs, and so he can have hallucinations and then realize he's in a hallucination and use it as part of his deductive reasoning yep. to problem solve. Okay. He does eventually decide to leave the burning building. Conveniently, right as Robert Sean Leonard and Omar Epps arrive to see the building collapse. Right. Meanwhile, those two have, we kind of are flashing back and forth in time. Everyone's always trying to teach House a lesson. Seems like it. And it never quite works. Even Robert Sean Leonard in this episode won't bail him out because he wants to teach him one last lesson before he dies. Why why does anyone think you can still teach House a lesson? I don't know. (laughs) He's an old dog. Um, So, yes. Even though the name of the episode is Everyone Dies, he does not. But we don't know that yet 
first we go to his funeral. There's a big switcheroo. They, they, so they do the funeral, and every and it, and it becomes a parade, another finale trope, but a parade of yes. past uh, cast and guests talking about how great he is and stuff like that. So not having seen any of the show, did you then? Did you already know that he was really alive? No, I didn't. I did not. So know. at the funeral, you were yes. like, "Wow, they really killed off the main character of this sho- show." I thought that was what happened. Yeah, that was shocking. And then, yeah, I, I did think he was dead. I didn't think he survived the burning building. And then, so then, Robert Sean Leonard is the only person who tells the truth at the eulogy, and right, and he's a jerk, condemning him. And a phone buzzes in his pocket, and it's a flip phone, feature phone. It says, "Shut up, you idiot!" in all caps. And then they reveal that House is in, indeed alive. And at that point, I went, "Oh, come on!" Yeah, I did too. I have to admit I didn't it was a bit of a eye roll in 2012 I was like oh right like I was really psyched about it watching it now it felt like what's the right word for that a MacGuffin yeah where it just was like well MacGuffin is a thing but it's just where it just was like guess what just kidding yeah and and the whole reason he faked his he faked his death so that him and Robert Sean Leonard can go ride can motorcycles drive off into the sunset for for five months until he dies and, and right it, it just was a little ham fisted given what they showed what happened and then how the coroner verified the dental records which they, they just never explained it which they didn't have to explain it I, I get mean, it they he's kind clever of explained it no he didn't explain there it. was the other dead body there yeah yeah and so what he put his teeth in the other dead body no he just went back to the hospital and switched their medical records oh i missed that part yeah he didn't like remove his own teeth and stick them in that a dead guy's mouth while hardcore. the building is burning down although that would have been quite the trick that would have been hardcore he is a doctor um it was that the switcheroo was a little groan inducing but I, but i i i like i got the sentiment of it you know? i don't disagree yeah. But I have to say in the moment it felt triumphant. Right. And it was maybe the first selfless thing that House has ever done. Has ever done. Although I suppose you could question that as well. But he's contemplating suicide. And so when he finally confronts Wilson and Wilson says, You you can't come back from this. You faked your death. You'll never practice medicine again. All the mm. things that are important to you are gone. You can't be house anymore he would have done that and been dead but he did that and now gets those five months right so my question now is they put on the motorcycle helmets and they ride the easy rider off into the sunset so he's dead yeah on paper how does he do anything for those five months he's very smart and tricky he's a doctor He's a super smart guy. All right, all right. He knows how to break into houses. It was a little ham-fisted. A little ham-fisted. Again, I don't disagree, but it worked for the show at the time. Okay. And I also liked the kind of heterosexual life partner emphasis. Well, the Holmes-Watson relationship. Right. Yeah. Because, of course, there are love stories that have been woven in and out of the show, um, his ex-wife we met. Cuddy, he mentioned, but we didn't see. She was a big part of the show. Um, but it was not the primary relationship. The primary relationship was those two, and I liked that it ended with those two and not with House's happy ending is that he's in a romantic relationship. Right. I liked that his happy ending was that he and Wilson ride off into the sunset. Right. Cool. So was it a satisfying finale for you as someone who watched eight seasons of the show? It was at the time. But but looking back on it, does it hold up? Looking back on it, I think I have a nod of respect for it. Okay. But I have to agree that there are 
parts of it that you mentioned that seem a little outrageous. Right. But what about you? What did you think of it as, it's hard. It's not a capsule episode. It's not really representative of the whole show. Yeah, no, I mean, I got it. I was able, I was able to, based off what I knew of, okay, he's a jerk, and then I picked up, he was trying to avoid going to jail for whatever thing, and this this drug addict that came, like I got, I was able to get it all. Yeah, it wasn't um, complicated. Yeah, and, and and it was a little tough for me with the with the visiting with the ghosts visiting in his subconscious while he was in the in the drug den because I just didn't know the context. Like, is he still with that woman? At one point, she's holding a baby. Like, look at your son, and like, does he really have a son? Like, I like, so it left a lot of questions. I think sure. as if a season as a series finale should. Um, my main question were was what were the why. Do flushing baseball or or season tickets down equal J? I I was more I was more caught up on the logistics of it all. Yeah, which mattered um, which mattered less. Very little. Um, but uh, you know, and I also you know like his whole doctor shtick, not wearing the doctor clothes and all that sort of stuff, but still working in the hospital. But something had gone on in the hospital. Like I, I didn't put a lot of the dots together, but um, was still able to enjoy it. I understood the whole the you know the episode in a nutshell of this drug, drug addict comes in and, and his interactions with him and all that sort of stuff. I thought the way they use the flashbacks and revealing and when he's hiding stuff and the dialogue with yourself is a little self-indulgent, but I got it. And I like Robert Sean Leonard, so it was fine. It was fine. It was fine. Um, now he, do you want to ask me the big question? I do want to ask you the big question. Let's hear it. Would you go back and watch any of this show? There were 177 episodes so in eight I, seasons. Would I go back on? That's going to be a no. Here's a follow-up question. Okay. Would you watch any of it? Um, if we were in a scenario where we were like in a hotel room or somewhere else and you're like, oh, there's an episode of House on and you wanted to watch it, I would not be like, ugh, and make you change it. Um, <laughs> if I was on a flight and like this flipping around and I right. saw it, I might watch it. I will not go back and start from the beginning and watch the whole thing. I think that's fair. Yeah. I think that's fair because like any I, procedural, it's you could pick up an episode here and there and yeah. get the basic idea of it. Right. Um, I will admit that while I recognize John Lurie as a good actor. Hugh and I, Laurie? No, Hugh. Is it Hugh Laurie? Who's John Lurie? I don't John know Lurie, who that is. John Lurie plays Hugh in Star Trek. In, in <laughs> Hugh Laurie is a... Hugh Laurie. I've been saying John Lurie. Is a famous comedic actor. Yeah, no, and And John Lurie... Oh, no. John Lurie is not... I'm trying to think. Oh, my God. I totally got crossed up. John Lurie is the guy who uh, worked with uh, who works with Jim Jarmusch and did Fishing with John. I'm thinking of who is who is Q on Star Trek: The Next Generation. Well, that I can't tell you. Um, I can tell you that Hugh Laurie, I believe, also is a jazz pianist, possibly. John Delancey. That's who I was thinking of. John Lurie. <laughs> this is the rest of our lives. This is the rest of our lives. Anyway, so Hugh Laurie, I recognize that Hugh Laurie is a good actor and and is good at it. The house leaning on his cane, eyes bulging, head tilted, annoyed at the person he's talking to, shtick, not a fan of. Yeah. That, like, I just, no. I, that's right. not, that's not either, entertaining to me. You either find that charming or you don't. Right. Yeah. Like, as someone who can be sarcastic to people, I don't necessarily think that, like, I don't like watching somebody else who is like that. I don't know. It's just, it, his, whole, his whole thing, I wasn't a big into it. So. <laughs> Which I find very funny. But he's more well known as half of a comedy duo in Britain, Fry, Fry and Laurie. Yeah, yeah, with Stephen Fry, who's, who's legendary. 
that's what he originally did. So, um, you yeah, know, he did great stuff in 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 in, uh, in the UK across the pond, and then came over here. And, and once he figured out his uh, American uh, accent, which um, I thought was pretty good. Yeah, it's great. So, all right, so you would not go back and watch it. No, I would not. But you wouldn't. I wouldn't ask me to turn it off if I were watching it. Right. Because I get the procedural side, and I like. Although Robert Sean Leonard has not grown into his suits very well. I can see that. He's he a little bit very, like the kid in Big. Yeah, like it, it doesn't. Yeah, so there's something about their suits that look. They didn't look of the 2000s. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I mean, he wasn't supposed to be a fashion guy. No, but it was just still. But I, He's I, a, I liked Robert Sean Leonard better in Dead Poets Society, which is so. Well. And whereas Josh Charles, I like better on The Good Wife than Dead Poets Society. All right. Well, this is not like the Dead Poets podcast. We can start that one if you want. No, no. <laughs> this seems like we have enough on our plate. All right. So House. So we did one of your shows. Yeah. I'm impressed. I'm impressed with you. Oh, thanks. Thanks. All right. Well, let's take it home. All right. Well, that's it for finale. Episode 12, House MD. <laughs> Come back next week when we'll be discussing another show that one of us has liked yep, and, and watched. And so the results of our audience poll, by the way, we should discuss that. Oh, yes. We after, did an audience poll, for after, those of you who don't believe in the internet. After episode 10, we said, go to Facebook.com slash Finale Podcast, and a lot of you did. And so it looks like the winner is Newhart. Yeah, which, although some of you made great arguments for Battlestar. Oh, I'm, I'm sure we'll do Battlestar at some point. Because you, we really like Battlestar. Right, yeah. But um, but we're gonna do New Heart in episode fifteen, so stay tuned. So just a couple more episodes, and then we'll be doing just New hang Heart. in there, hang in there, folks, for another classic. Yeah, hopefully our colds will be gone, and it will be easier to listen to us. So <laughs> until then, follow us on Twitter at Finale Podcast and Facebook at Finale Podcast, and you can find all of our episodes, past and future, at finalepodcast.com. Hey, I like shows you like. Well, that's nice because you like TV, whether you want to admit it or not. No, I like some TV. You like house. I like house.